technology that changed the world. From storied beginnings in Steve Jobs' Los Altos garage, Apple has made history again and again. But the release of the Macintosh 30 years ago shattered our perceptions of what was possible from technology. The iconic 1984 commercial may have grabbed the public's attention at Super Bowl 18, but the Mac itself did the rest. Also in attendance is the team that scripted and conceived the earth-shaking commercial, Steve Hayden and his team. It was David challenging Goliath as millions adopted this revolutionary platform. Join the party and hear firsthand what those days were like as members of the original development team talk about how the Macintosh was conceived, engineered, and launched. It's the biggest gathering of its kind ever. In spite of rumors the event is sold out, there are a very good number of tickets still available. The Mac team section is full and the Apple alumni section is full but other sections are available don't miss this i'm going to be there myself tickets are available at ticketmaster and flint center and at www.mac30th.com that's mac30th.com mac30th.com if you are a macintosh fan on january 25th don't miss this once in a lifetime opportunity Tickets are available at Ticketmaster and Flint Center and at www.mac30th.com. And now Saturday special with MZ. Yeah, yeah. Well, m- most of what you just heard is, is, is still current, but there is some new information. Ticketmaster has shut down for this event that I, was, I found out yesterday. So those tickets, if you want to go to this event... Uh, you, you can't get it from Ticketmaster. You can get it from the Flint Center box office. And this just in, okay, if you mention KSCO at the Flint Center box office anytime today or you know, right up to the event, which I believe starts at uh, 7 p.m., the doors open at 6 p.m. in Cupertino. It's only a half-hour drive or so from here, maybe 40 minutes at the most. Um, but if you mention KSCO... At, at the at the ticket at the box office, you will be given not a ten, not a twenty, but a thirty percent discount. And I'm telling you, this is I'm excited about this. I mean, I, I I don't. Are you excited about this, Aaron? I am. Good. Okay. Well, maybe maybe you'll uh, maybe you'll do this. Maybe you'll go over there. It's a great way to spend a Saturday evening for something that. Um, that really did change the world, and this just sort of uh, memorializes that. And everybody who's still alive now, Steve Jobs won't be there because he's dead. But every, just about everybody else will be there, you know, who had anything to do with the uh, with the Macintosh. So again, mention KSCO if you go to the box office there, because they only, it's really the only way you can get a ticket, uh, and you'll get a thirty percent uh, uh, discount. Just say uh, KSCO and MZ sent you. I think while we are on the subject of mentioning things, we should mention Saturday Special is sponsored by the California Girl and Freedom, 1970 Freedom Boulevard, and Los Animas Concrete at 146 Encinal Street in Santa Cruz. Thank you. Thank you for remembering that. I mean, you're the pilot in command, so I guess those are are things that are on your checklist, huh? They are indeed. Yeah, okay. Well, this just in, too. Um... um, before we go any further, what I need to tell everybody is that my mother, my wonderful mom, Kay, is here. Mom, you're here, right? Mm-hmm. That yes. proves it because that is your voice. Yes. 
and it's uh, yeah, it's you're not an imposter. You're the real K, and you're here at the radio station here as you generally are on Saturday on Saturday morning during the Saturday special for people to come down and fetch your books and fetch these wonderful KSCO. Uh, made in America canvas tote bags. They're wonderful to take to shopping. Right, and, and they're very, very sturdy. Uh-huh. You, you could put. You, I think. I think they're rated at a, at, at a half a ton, if I'm not mistaken. I, which I, I think you can put a half a ton in the bag here, and if you can carry a half a ton, you don't have to worry about the bag, you know, breaking. Well, and the nice thing is, is you know, they're canvas. They hold up a lot easier than other bags. You know, the ones you wash and they. Fall apart after a use. Yeah. Or these things will hold up forever. Exactly. And, and, and the best thing about them, besides the quality, is the giant new uh, world-class KSCO logo that we have. You know that logo that, that's become famous? Santa Cruz is, has become more famous as a brand than as a city on the west coast of the United States. I can believe that, absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? The big red dot with the Santa Cruz, you know, I think it's yellow in the middle. Exactly. It's all over the world. Well, you know, what's funny, too, is the same thing for O'Neill. It always says O'Neill, Santa Cruz, everything. I mean, everybody knows Santa Cruz is, like you said, brand instead of a place. And now now we we have a brand, we have a logo that's befitting that will that I hope will become a brand itself, K- KSCO AM 1080 Santa Cruz, and uh, it it is just so cool. Now, you know the bags are not are not free unless they're given away to someone who wins a contest or something on the radio station here. But uh, but they're they're so in, inexpensive. I mean, it's just uh, so you can come down any time to KSCO and pick up your bag. Uh, that is a very very useful tool. We also have hats. We have we have Cade's books, and you're going to be here to sign those things today, right? Yes, I am. And uh, as about that thing on the on the uh, bag, yeah, um, I saw that on somebody's uh, jacket on his bag. The logo. No, the logo on okay, his now, back. Okay, I, I was asking I was asking Scott D. Gold of Shirt Crafters, the man who 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 designed the logo and who printed up these. Thousands of hats and bags and and, uh-huh. and things about that, and he said that, that can't be. Maybe it was. It must have been someone who who has this bag tossed took, over tossed over his back that you might have seen. Not no, possible. He might have uh, taken the logo off and pasted it on his jacket. Wow. Okay. And maybe that's, that's what, I what think, it is. That's it probably great. Okay. And so we have these wonderful stickers that. You know, they're great adornments, okay? There's nothing you could put our stickers that come in two colors. They have a red and a gold one. Either one of them is just absolutely gorgeous. And doesn't one of them come free within the bag, right? Yes, that is true. But but they're, the, the stickers are free all the time, anytime, because it's like great advertising for us. And it's the kind of thing that, you know, anybody would want to put on their car or their or their hat or their book or you know anything because it just it just dresses things up. So anyhow, how com- much does this cost, Michael? Uh, we're selling the bags for ten dollars eighty cents. That's what people okay. want to know. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, but if you want to buy a hat and a book, and a uh, a hat and a book and a bag, uh, it's, it's it's twenty dollars. It's an unbelievable deal. You know, it's, it's it's less than our cost. We sell it below cost, but we make it up in volume here at KSCO, right? <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> I'm glad she cracked up at that. Me too. That was good. We make it up in volume. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, um, last last. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna say this. I'm not gonna don't divorce. Say it. I wasn't gonna. You, do you know what I was gonna say? No. What was I gonna say? I don't know. And you wouldn't say it I, if you did, huh? I, All right. Um, it, let's just say it has something to do with. Were you listening to Charlie Friedman last night, Aaron? I actually was not. I was celebrating my birthday last night. Oh, Aaron, you should have told us so I could have brought you a gift. My 28th. That's kind of hard to believe. In two years, I'll be 30. God. Wow. I mean, happy birthday. Happy Happy birthday birthday to to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Aaron Shore and his orchestra. Happy birthday to you. And and listen, in honor of that, I think everybody who calls the Saturday special today should do likewise. Sing happy birthday to you, okay? You know, because that's a very special it's a very special day, right? Yeah. It, it is, but it, it's interesting. When you get older, you, you know, birthdays aren't as fun and carefree. You know, we just went bowling and ate. That was that was the height of my experience. Well, what's wrong with that? I mean, I, I never go bowling, so that's something unusual to do for me, too. Well, we should go sometime. Maybe, in, maybe on the next anniversary of my birth, which will be number 63. Oh, my God. I can't even think of it. I'm a, I'm officially a senior citizen, right? By all measurements, not really, because anytime I want the discount, they say sorry, it's 65, and you don't qualify. Wind it up. Wind it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> should we start the program? Mm-hmm. All right. Let me find the. Uh, let me find uh, the, the the. Good morning. There it is. A brighter day is here. Good morning. May we bring you cheer. We've got time. We've got tunes. We've got time, tunes, and temperature. Get up and go. It's today, you know, on KSCO Radio. I, I forgot to tell people. Um... Charlie Friedman announced that you're going to be here today. Instead of just announcing what here when people can't don't have enough time to plan to come to the radio station, yes. I asked Charlie to announce it a few times. I don't know whether he did or whether he remembered or whatever. Hopefully he did, and hopefully as a result of that, you'll have more people come and visit you and get Buy autographs, get your book, right? Get exactly. Good morning. Now stay right here on KSCO Radio. And, and as if that's not enough reason for Charlie to have put it out yesterday, hopefully he did. Here's another reason. Do you, Ma, Aaron, do you see what I'm holding up now? A pizza box. Yeah. And and by the way, I I think the video stream is live too. I'm going to look into the camera and I'm going to show, I'm going to show it to people here. Show it to the camera. Okay. Now, people who are watching us streaming on KSCO.com worldwide, so you can see what I look like. Ugh, 
It's going to be a big disappointment. Uh, you will know that I am indeed holding up a pizza box. What does this mean? I'm going to open the pizza box. Ma, what is it? Nothing. Say, nothing. You, you're going to leave? Just for a moment. Oh. Uh, is it? Well, all righty. I'm going to open up the pizza box. And what do we see inside the pizza box? See? I'm going to hold this. What do we see inside the pizza box? The sun pizza. Yeah. I'm holding it up to the to the video camera so people can see the pizza. And I'm going to offer a prize to the person who, the first person who calls 479-1080 and tells me, what kind of a pizza this is because that would in order to find out they have to be looking at, at ksco.com and looking at our at our video stream which is right there on the home page i mean this radio station on the last day of the month of the year last year december 31st that was a friday night i think wasn't it yeah we became a television station internet only television station but everything's going to the internet anyhow you know, to be an over-the-air broadcast television station is a good way to go bankrupt these days. Uh, and I am very thankful that I'm not in that broadcast television business. Broadcast radio is okay. Yeah, 479-1080. I want you to tell me what kind of a pizza this is. And you'll be able to tell if you're looking at us on the video. And someone's calling in right now. So at least we have one people watching watching us live. Maude, you know what kind this is? It's fake? No, it's not fake. What is it? It's a pizza. It's not a piping hot pizza because it was made last night at about 7.30 p.m. Uh-huh. Okay? And I'm going to tell that story. I'm going to tell that story. In the way. But I will, say, I will tell people. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give a special prize to whoever, the first person who calls in to tell and tells me what flavor that pizza is. Because here, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a slice out of it and hold it close up to the camera. There, really close. I'm holding it close up to the camera here. All right, so do we have someone? Aaron, he's screening the call and other people are calling. All right, I'm going to tell you a story now. I'm going to tell you a story about how I came to acquire this pizza. Okay. Um, Which, by the way, we have, there are a finite number of slices. And the first... How many slices are there? Usually One, two, eight. Three, four. Yeah, eight. Um, yeah, and there's there's actually nine because there's there's a piece from another pizza. Um, so we have nine slices of pizza, and if if it's not enough to come and get Kay's book to to meet her and chat with her and and get your your book autographed, maybe if we offer you a slice of pizza to the first nine people who come down, maybe that will work. Is that possible? Okay. Um, looks like... Uh, wait a minute. Looks like Stephen in Seattle, Washington is... Uh, he can't he, come he, down. Yeah. Well, how do we know? I mean, amazing amazing things are happening in technology, Mom. He might... There might be a way. There might. Someone might have developed an algorithm that enables a person to email himself somewhere. Stephen, what do you think? I think that it's a pepperoni with some onions on it. Pizza. I'm watching. Yeah, it is true. It is a pepperoni with some onions, but what else? Uh, Mushrooms are on it. 
Nope. We can't read what kind beep. of box it is. I don't have from. a buzzer to go beep. Okay. No, yeah, sorry, but you were you were beep. on the you were on the right track. Now, can I sing happy birthday to my nephew, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> Please. All right. Now Ready? I know why you were listening. Okay, good. That's fine, but I'm sure Alrighty. there are plenty of other people listening in Seattle also. Go ahead. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Aaron. Happy birthday to you. That was excellent. All righty. A little out of tune, but excellent nonetheless, and it's the thought that counts. Right. Well, his uh, family members listen to him. From Yonkville, California, Santa Cruz, and we're up here in Seattle. Oh, that's great. So. Well, how's the weather today, Stephen, in Seattle? Foggy, rainy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just typical Seattle weather. I've always well, wanted. Thank to, you, Michael. I, I've always wanted to Seattle. Anyhow. All right. <laughs> thank well, you for calling. Nice day. You too. Okay. Thank there you. goes Bye-bye. Stephen in Seattle. Uncle Stephen in Seattle. Here's Marie in Santa Cruz. Yes, Marie. Uh, hello, I'm calling from Santa Cruz, and um, just to give the public a, a heads up on a program that the um, <clears throat> the city of Santa Cruz, the Planning and Community Development Department, is putting out. They've been involved in this, I guess, around two to three years, and it's called the Residential Rental Inspection Program. And uh, there will be... Uh, it will be on the agenda to talk about again with the city council on Tuesday, January 28th at 7 o'clock. As I understand, it's, uh, that's when the regular business meeting begins. Uh, and they will be discussing um, agenda number 15, which is called the Residential Re- Rental Inspection and Maintenance Program Status Report. So it's an update on a meeting they had previously on September 10th. So um, as they move along and um, carry out this program, um, they have the city has the um, planning department does have to report to the city council. And uh, so, if anyone is interested to find out if they are a property owner and they want to um, know about this program. Um, they are, they've been sending out notices that's quite a packet of how to uh, comply, is the word, with all the safety and health issues that might be involved in a rental. Um, of course, everybody uh, wants that to be happening both ways, the owner or the landlord and the uh, tenant. But um, it, <clears throat> it appears that this program might have other ramifications down the road. There are, there's a first step where you get notified and to please register and fill out a form. The second step is um, they send you an invoice and you pay $65 toward an inspector. You're paying the inspector to come and look at your, your rental. And um, Tell them to go jump in a lake. Yes. Well, a lot of people have not responded and filled out either of the... the um, <clears throat> They didn't register. In other and those words. who have responded and do respond are enabling a fascist government. Well. So tell them to rethink that. That's what I'm telling people right now. You really, thank you for calling in. Well. And I don't, I don't mean to be angry, but I, what you're yes, telling me really yes. does make me very angry. And it should make everybody who's listening very angry. 
Yes, it is a little bit too much control and um, as if they own these properties rather than uh, addressing, you know, the privacy issues. And who knows where they got everyone's phone number and know about these So, So now, what happens, what do you think happens or, or what do they threaten will happen if you say, go straight to hell? Well, if, I'm not uh, going if, to comply. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah what would you say, Mom? Well, talking about the city, city of Santa Cruz. The city leaders. <laughs> well, the city government is 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 deciding that uh, they're they're they have an, an inspection, a rental inspection ordinance that actually a, a, would a be illegal. Of, a number it's of illegal. people have asked me to do a Saturday special on that topic. Oh. And and I haven't done that yet, and and I feel bad because you know I I, I should have. I mean, well, it's just heating up now. It's taken two or three years, you know, to get this far, and um, the alarms are going off now. And uh, there are two inspectors that do it, and um, they're kind of. Uh, it seems like they're figuring it out as they go. And uh -huh. this, this. Well, they're uh, seeing how far they can push push the surfs. Well, I, exactly. I think you know. Yeah. And emails can be sent to the city council at their uh, web address be before or during, I think, the meeting um, at 7 o'clock at the city council um, chambers. And their uh, website is citycouncil at cityofsantacruz.com for any email regarding the agenda number 15. Right. Maybe you could describe to us this agenda 15. Well, I have the letter that I received, and I can just uh, sort of the first sentence or two kind of sums it up. Great. It says, Great. Dear, dear property owner, the Santa, uh, Santa Cruz City Council has adopted a new ordinance. It's ordinance number uh, 2010-17, creating the Residential Rental Inspection Program. The program requires that all residential rental units undergo inspections to ensure the maintenance of our rental housing stock. Sounds like they own us for yes. basic health and safety standards and prevent situations that could adversely affect the quality of life in the city. So, hey, Ma, are you are you as outraged? At yes, that? I am outraged. Does, this yes, calls for a new case commentary on the topic, doesn't it? Well, sure. Okay, good. Um, so, Marie, did you come in and visit Rosie the other day, or was that somebody else? Yes, yes, recently I did. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. She sent me a, an, an email saying, Morning, boss. A lady by the name of, blah, 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 blah. it's a different name, lives in Santa Cruz and rents out to UCSC students. Um, um, she has been recently contacted by the city of Santa Cruz regarding her rental due to the fact that the city had taken the names of those that rent to students. It involves the planning department and inspections. She is a quiet woman, but she is quite unhappy about something that they are possibly going to be doing at the next city council meeting. It may not be a full show, but it is probably quite an interesting segment. So thank you, Rosie. Thank you, Marie. And, um, yeah, keep keep listening. I, I, there aren't any other... Well, Joe in Santa Cruz is on the line. I don't know whether he's calling about this topic or not. I certainly would invite anybody who wants to weigh in on this topic to call. But you know what? You almost have to be an ox that is being gored. You know, I don't, I don't own rental property in the city of Santa Cruz, but it really, really galls me to hear well, that this is. Yeah, it's like they're rounding up the sheep uh, ready for um, slaughter. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a little bit uh, too much, and right. uh, 
and then it will go on and on as they develop the program as they okay, get so, used to it. Okay, so, so are you going to take my advice and tell them to go straight to hell? and just or, well, just or just do nothing. Just do nothing. Just ignore them. That's what I would do. Okay. I mean... Yes, I think that's a good advice. And um, the topic they're going to discuss is whether the city council should relax some of these um, restrictions of complying or not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the city council is going to vote on that. Okay. That's okay. Well, Alrighty. thank you. Thank you so much for calling 479-1080. That opens up a line. We'd like to hear from you. 831-479-1080 or email mz at ksco.com. Um, the, the, the contest is still open. Um, here is the pizza that I'm holding up to the video camera. Okay, and it's very, you know, so you should have no problem if you're on ksco.com looking, watching me do the, the Saturday special. And I think you can see Kay also, if I'm not mistaken. So, Ma, be sure to smile and be sure to put on your, well, um, anyhow, if you want to call KSCO at 479-1080 and tell us what flavor, what, what the ingredients are on this pizza, you will get a prize, which will probably be the pizza or a slice of it. Okay? Uh, next caller will be Joe in Santa Cruz. Joe, you're on the air. Hi. Uh, I was calling to say it looks to me, I, can, I didn't see your video because I'm off of it already, but I'd say pepperoni, onions, olives with extra cheese. No with olives. Tomatoes. No olives. Wait a minute. Are you saying that you, you're just guessing? Because even, or are right. you, because, because you're not in front of a computer or you're not using a smartphone now. Because, you know, people who use that technology can see us. You don't, you can't ju you don't just hear us. You see us also. Right. I don't have the video on, so I don't know. It's probably just as well. It would probably turn your stomach, you know, what you see. But Well, I'm... You got sardines on there? No. Okay, then it wouldn't turn my stomach except for the pepperoni. No, I'm talking about what would turn your stomach is, is, is you know, the likenesses okay. of me. Not my mom, but me. Yeah, here's one for you. On uh, that lady's comment, you know, property. When people buy property, the government should have no say-so over it anymore. They're the owners of their property. But guess what? America's fooled like that. Nobody owns their property. The government owns it, and they'll take it when they feel like it. And it sucks because America's allowed such a thing. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's, that's a sad, cold truth. Yeah, tell them to go to, for sure, you know. Tell them to go bleep themselves. Yep. Right. So, All righty. Thank you very much for calling. Uh, there goes Joe in Santa Cruz. Here's Gino in Santa Cruz. Hi, Gino. You're on the air. Uh, yeah. Um, I understand you're talking about this uh, residential rental program. Yeah. Um, well, that's what is evolving into the program subject. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a, a, a landscaper, and, and I own 10 rentals of my own, uh, six of which are in the city. And I've gotten the notice that they're going to inspect. Um don't feel I'll have any problem. I know that, but when I've talked to them, you know, I deal with a lot of people who own a lot more property than myself, the clients, and it seems like, you know, 90% of what they're inspecting, and you know, and then they re-inspect if they find a violation of like a, a battery in the smoke detector or, uh, you know, uh, an outdated fire extinguisher, and, and it just seems to me that their time and, and, and the money of the city could be spent, you know, doing something better. I know I, I talked to one of the one of the two inspectors, uh, 
looking at an apartment building uh, adjoining a property of mine, and I think he told me something like, uh, I don't know if this is correct, but I thought it was like a couple hundred to 400 of rentals have already been taken off the market, which were all lower income. And uh, the whole idea of this thing was to, um, I thought, to you know, to to provide, you know, to save, which is, which I agree with. Uh, I'm just so uh, tired of the, of our of the, of our local, regional, state, national governments being run by idiots. I'm just so sick of it. Well, they're, it's what they're like doing it, is, it's almost like a prerequisite to, to for public office to be an idiot. Well, yeah, you know, but the thing is, is that their whole their whole reasoning for this is, you know, is to help the people that can least afford a better quality housing, and that's what they're actually penalizing because all of the guys, uh, like I people said, that I like I said, to, idiots, like I said, yeah, you know, they're they're, uh, you know, I know if they make me do any upgrades on my properties. I'm just going to pass the cost on to the tenants, you know, and just like everyone else. Sure. And they're going to be hurting the people that they say they're trying to help, you know. Right. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, so so what what are you going to do? Are you going to uh, are you going to you know just ignore it? Well, it, I got a notification. It's funny because uh, you know I got a notification in the mail about about the rentals. I sent in the application. Some couple of my tenants are Section 8, and they're supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, they get inspected by the housing authority and not and supposed oh. to be. Um, okay, well, then, well, you've signed into that. I mean, Section 8 is, to, to be a Section 8 uh, um, subsidized land uh, landlord, you have to agree to that. But but as I understand what is being proposed now, it's it's the government Gestapo saying, hey, you sh- thou shalt, if you offer uh, private property for rent, you shall be subject to our rent. It's, in other words, you can't just opt in or opt out. You have opted in because you're a Section 8 uh, renter or uh, 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 landlord. So, you know, it, it's a it's a totally different thing. Anyhow, w- what happened to the caller? He disappeared. I hope I didn't say anything that offended him. Anyhow, wide open lines, 479-1080 in Area 831. It's your favorite radio station, AM 1080 KSEO. And if it's not your favorite radio station, well, what do we have to do to make it your favorite radio station? Because that's what we will do. This just in, an email sent to me at uh, four hours ago at uh, 5.58 a.m. You'll be interested in this, Aaron, here. Um, This is from our, our, our good friend Troy from Scotts Valley. Or our good former friend, Troy, from Scottsdale. It's about time KSEO put me on the no-call list. Without Ethan and Georgia, I would never be calling in. So the body of the email says, Why don't you all program Rachel Maddow and Anderson Pooper to go along with your flagship Costa report? You should be the first talk radio station in the country to go all queer. Gay SCO. Is that a nice thing to say, gay SCO? Listen and be queered. Yes, you are redefining talk radio there at KSCO. I pity you all, and I will be listening to KSFO from now on. For you, my dear old friends, you've been queered. Thanks for the laughs and the memories. Troy from Scotts Valley. Now, um, Aaron, did you hear what I? Did you hear that I read this letter? Yes, you were you were answering the phone and 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 right and ta- and and screening Sandy and Capitola. Right, 
but you heard enough of the letter. Do you, do you oh, have I heard a response everything. to that letter? If that wasn't an incendiary letter, I don't know what is. Well, it's certainly very queer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How do you I believe do. for one second that that Troy is going to listen one second less than he than he had? Do you do you believe one word of that letter that he's going to be listening to KSFO more and more and to us less and less? I don't for a second. No, I don't. No, for a I second. don't either. I know, you know what these he, kinds of... What, what is it, Mom? I said, who cares if he stops listening? Oh, Mom, everybody who stops listening, we should care because they all add up. All right. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. I'm going to so, taunt him on the radio right now and taunt everybody else. Um, yeah. Whenever I get these letters, th- these emails threatening that they're not going to listen anymore... I know damn well that they're going to be listening more than they ever have. And I think it makes for good, interesting content. Maybe I'm crazy. Do you think I shouldn't have read that letter? Do you think I shouldn't have read that letter, uh, uh, Aaron? I didn't find it offensive. It's a matter of point of view, so why not? Why not read it? Exactly. And anybody who... I don't believe in screening out things. Now, we used to have a KSCO comment line where I, I, I had no patience for people who, who called to complain. So I, I announced at the beginning of the comment, you know, outgoing message, if you're calling to complain, forget it. Call another radio station or a TV station because KSCO only accepts compliments, particularly about K and me. But this is a little different here on the Saturday special. I will, I will read any email that is, is submitted provided it doesn't personally offend me. And I'm the filter to th- that we use to decide whether the audience will be offended. Because the last thing in the world we want to do is offend our KSCO audience. Maybe it's the first thing we want to do. If, I, if the high-priced consultant were, were here with us, he would be saying, that's exactly the opposite, MZ. What you want to do is offend your listeners as much as possible. That will create more buzz and more great radio and everything. But anyhow, I do want to put it out. Um, our good friend Ethan Behrman, who's a wonderful talk show host, uh, we know that he's a wonderful talk show host. We, we know a lot of things before the rest of the world does because that's our job, to be innovative here at your favorite radio station. But apparently Ethan Behrman is being noticed, you know, by impotent people, you know, in, in, in you know, higher places. As, than, as he should, than, I think. Exactly, as low, than lowly Santa Cruz here. So, uh, yes, if, if I were a betting man, I would say that we're going to be losing our dearly beloved Ethan Behrman here at KSEO as he moves up in the world. And when that happens, we are going to have a two-hour hole in our primetime schedule. Because Ethan currently does uh, 12 to 2 p.m., Monday through Friday, except for Wednesday when... when um, Georgia is in, right? Indeed. So what are we going to do if we, and and I don't make it clear, none of us want to lose Ethan. He's a good guy. He's a great asset to KSCO. Absolutely. Okay? But I personally want to see what's best for Ethan happen for and to Ethan. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's wonderful. So that being the case, making the assumption that moving up to a bigger market or, 
you know, more more programs and syndication because he's already a syndicated national host and has been for a long time. Um, <clears throat> that uh, that will be the direction that that Ethan chooses, and we will have a slot to fill. Now, Charlie Friedman has expressed an interest in taking over that slot if it becomes available. So then what's going to happen to the Charlie Friedman slot? You know, Dave Michaels will still be there, but without Charlie. Maybe it'll just be the happy hour with Dave Michaels and nobody else. Except, you know, our, our other news people and so forth, like Phil DeSith and so forth. Well, well, let me ask you, if you don't mind, what do you do? You, uh, think Charlie's style is um, a- appropriate for twelve to two? Well, he's a conservative political lecturing talk show host who takes calls now and then. <clears throat> uh, when I listen to Happy Hour, I hear the same callers, you know, and they, they're older people and they're conservative people. And I have nothing against older and conservative people, but I'd like to see a wider range of people calling uh, the radio station. So, um, yeah, that's sort of a loaded question. I mean, Charlie is a phenomenal broadcaster, and he's a brilliant. He has a brilliant mind. Um, And as far as carrying over the conservative political uh, uh, program bent of the Rush Limbaugh program three hours earlier, Charlie would probably be ideal. I'm not so sure we want to do that. I'm not so sure we want to continue being known as a conservative radio station in a liberal town. I'm not so sure about that. All right? So you have any thoughts about that out here in Radio Land? Um, 479-1080. Give us a call. Uh, Okay, so let's see. We do have a caller. um, Only one caller? But that's okay, because it's Sandy and Capitola. And that Sandy and Capitola has got to be worth 100 other callers. So. Oh, well, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I'm, I will stay a fan of KSBO. I listen to lots of them. But, and I want to say that I was just back in South Carolina last week for my mother's 90th birthday, and she had Kay's commentary book right there on the table beside her recliner. Hey. And uh, so she appreciates that. <laughs> Well, and, little by little, they're getting out there, you know. They are out there. That's yeah. exactly right. And, and uh-huh. I, you know, I was thinking that maybe, I, I haven't done anything about this, but I was thinking we should offer Kay's commentaries as segments to other programs, you know, other nationally, locally, regionally, you know, produced programs. Why not? Absolutely. Just like, just like we're beginning to to put out pharmacist Ben minutes, you know. If you have uh-huh. you been hearing those on KSC, you know, we're we're so I proud of those. I pharmacist Ben minutes, uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so. Um, we're, we're working on a deal to get pharmacist Ben's minutes on on George Norrie coast to coast. I don't know if we're going to be successful, but I'm trying to convince the brass at Premier Radio Network that it'll be excellent content that would fit in just perfectly with uh, coast to coast. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and so we're, we're working on that. But, but uh-huh. I, I didn't mean to, you know, step no, that's all okay. over you. You and called, and so I should let you talk. Well, <laughs> well that's all right. And I kind of got the suspicion when I saw that uh, Ethan was going to be filling in on KSCO or KSFO. Yeah. That maybe, you know, but, you know, you know him, you have to wish well for people. Absolutely. I mean, that's what this is no, all he, he deserves Absolutely. every bit of success. He deserves everything. Yeah. Sure. But the other thing that prompted me to call, I know the the folks are really upset about having their rental property inspected, and there's nobody that thinks our government are bigger idiots than me. 
and there's nobody much more conservative than I am. But I'll tell you something. I own a house, and I think people who buy up houses and went to college students are the scourge of the earth. And anything that the city would do to not have as many junk cars and people, you know, you just cringe every time a house in your neighborhood comes for sale yeah. and somebody buys it and they said, oh, we're going to turn it into rental property. For student rental, and yeah. So, uh-huh. And I'm telling you there is... Wait a minute, student college- rental or you don't, or, or any kind of rental? What, what are you, well, are you upset about students or are you upset about residential, you know, owner-occupied? I'm, I'm not upset about residential owner-occupied ones. I'm upset about packing 10 or 12 college kids in a four-bedroom house. I'm upset about somebody being that the taxpayers subsidize people to live in my neighborhood. I don't begrudge, but if you can't afford to, if you can't afford to live here, don't live here. I, I don't think now, now that's a very insensitive thing to say. Absolutely, it's insensitive. And uh, I get up and You're go. You're insensitive and proud of it, right, Sandy and Yes, doesn't, doesn't bother me. Okay. But anyway, right. so so that was the other thing. Just to give a little different perspective on that, uh, if the people are irate about having their rentals inspected, then don't pack a bunch of people into them. Okay. All right, well, what a great perspective so to add. To, thank up, you for calling. Good work. Thanks. And uh-huh. thank Bye-bye. you for your perspective. Uh, Brian in Hollister, welcome to KSCO. You are on the air. Hey there, sir. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm looking, I'm getting used to looking into the camera like a television personality. Oh. Okay. And well, some people just... say I should be ashamed. Uh, well, I, since I have a dumb phone, I'll just have to pretend that I actually have a smartphone and I can actually see you looking into the camera. So. Okay. I'll do that. But, Fair um, enough. I, I guess um, I guess it's congratulations for Ethan if he is um, planning to move on. He's uh, he's about my my age and uh, background, and uh, I've enjoyed conversing with Ethan locally when I've had a chance. And I would hope if um, something were to happen, you would be able to strike a deal and maybe still maintain your time slot. Although maybe. Well, you not. know what? So. You know what? Uh, that that is that has crossed my mind, and it has been suggested yeah. more than once. And uh, of course, that would be in Ethan's interest too. So yeah, you know, and, and um, obviously, the great and powerful KSCO could could they claim that you know their own Ethan Behrman is also the nation's Ethan Behrman, and and everybody would be better off. Yes, and of course, Ethan Behrman owns himself, and and he yeah. could he could say, "Here's the way it's going to be," or no deal. He could do yeah. that, but I don't, I don't want him to do anything that isn't best for him. Oh, of course not. You know, none of my, us my want one to. Great, my one great regret is um, I'm, I'm now working in Coalinga, so I'm not able to always hear you or your mother or Ethan or Uncle Charlie's dulcet tones as often as I would like nowadays. But, oh. Um, yeah, I mean, but well, I... That's remember, sort of a I mean, long commute, huh? But And I thought you could receive us in Coalinga, no? You can. It's, um, it, it's not always optimum, depending upon which car I'm using. And I, I live in King City, so for me, it, it's just an hour's drive across the 198 into Coalinga, but um, I, I would I would hate to see you tamper with the time slots, uh, although obviously, you know, if change happens, change happens, but... Um, well, if, if, if we were able to strike a deal with Ethan, you know, yeah. to be on 9 to noon, which is what, which is when he would be wanted by KSFO, then of course uh-huh. we'd have to get rid of Rush, or at least move Rush, because Rush uh-huh. is on from 9 to noon here. 
and I, I can True. feel people I can feel people's blood pressure going up right now after ah. my having said that. Well, that would be hard. I mean, uh, uh, for for all the changes that happened with the national markets with Rush, I mean, KSEO has been uh, awfully lucky to maintain their uh, affiliation with the Rush Limbaugh program. And I'd say I they're would... equally lucky to have maintained their affiliation with us. With you. I'm that's sorry, right, my ego was showing gang, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the way I feel too. It's it's You're a right. mutual thing. They are I'm... as lucky, if not more lucky, to have us. Than we are to have them. They probably are because you are, after all, the most strategic radio station here on the left coast. Yeah, you Funny are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I would hate. I would. I mean, I love Uncle Charlie where he is. I mean, I remember when he did his we, his weekend slots. Um, but with him striking the chord and developing things with Dave for the happy hour um, drive time and with the music that he does. I don't see how a 12 to 2 slot would complement him as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Thanks for weighing in on that, Brian and Hollister, and, and continue to listen to KSCO. And if, if you get a little clue here, if you get a smartphone, it'll be easier for you to hear us clearer in Coalinga. I'll try. All Thank right. you so much. Have a good one. Take care. There goes Brian and Hollister. Here's Terry in Carmel. Welcome to KSCO, Terry. Thanks for calling KSCO. Yes, uh, yes I have two points uh one of them is uh, <clears throat> about uh, <clears throat> Saturday night in George Norrie. I don't know if you ever listen on Saturday night to Coast to Coast AM, but... Uh, Once in a while, but guy, John B. Mills or something, what's his name, John? Uh, George doesn't George doesn't do it on Saturdays, though. No, I don't like George Norrie. I think he's horrible. But the guy that's on Saturday is the best there is, and he should take the whole show, but... Uh, problem is that you have your replay on that time. And I you know, some people mistake. are so upset that they have to listen to my replay when they could be listening to uh, John B. Wells, I think is his name, who does the Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, uh, he's a great one. Yeah. But and, uh, and now, we'll how, listen now listen, Terry, let me ask you yeah. something. Yeah. You know, KSCO owners have feelings, too. Yeah. Put yourself in my place for just a moment, if possible. How would you feel if someone called and told you or sent you an email saying, forget you, you know, I, I don't want to listen to you at 10 o'clock on Saturday night, a, a rerun nonetheless. Uh, I, I, yeah, wanna listen, I would much rather rerun. listen to Coast to Coast live. How would you feel if you were me? Well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but there's a, I can always listen to you on Saturday morning. Why do I have to listen twice in the same day? Maybe you could replay another hmm, time. That's but an idea. I think, Charlie's, I think Charlie's program is a one that you could replace pretty easily. But anyway, I want to tell you, there's one other point I wanted to make is about, uh, I think Corey Gold was the best thing you ever had on the 12 to 2 slot. Oh yes, and I, I, there's probably some I've heard that before, and uh, I'd listen a lot more often if he were on there. And but I, if Charlie were on there, it would be a well. A Corey is much too busy these days building his yeah. gargantuan longevity yeah. business. I mean, it yeah. is huge. Yeah. It, it is one of the most successful marketing businesses in the history yeah. of the United States. So yeah. you can understand why, though he yeah. loves KSCO, he really can't yeah. afford to be on KSCO, sure. right? 
Well, to, to develop the longevity business and to, and to try his hand. He's, he's a very bright guy. And yeah. he and I became acquainted through the longevity business. We're both major distributors there. And I said to him one day, when I reached out for him, uh, when he was new to the company, I asked him, I said, should you and I be talking about using radio to build our longevity businesses? And he said, absolutely. So he came up here and did a program initially on entrepreneurship that was done on Saturday afternoons at about, uh, excuse me, Sunday afternoons at 3 p.m. It was a good program. But not too many people were listening then. And, and uh, so he did it for a while and... We both said, hey, you know, why don't you, why don't you, I asked him to fill in for what we call the noon balloon then. We used to have different hosts each week to each uh, 12 to 2 slot like we do with the What's Left Now today. And he did, uh, he did a few, he did one day a week for a while or maybe two days a week. And he was so, people liked it so much and we liked it so much that I asked him to, uh, to make it permanent, uh, you know, for a while and he did. So that's, that's where Corey came from. That's it. Okay. Well, I'll get off right away, but I swear, the other point I want to make is that on Saturday nights, the problem is that I can usually get coast to coast on another station, except when they have high school football games, they preempt it, and then I can't get it anywhere because you're replaying that thing on Saturday night. That's the problem. Well. And that's, that's a big opportunity you could take advantage of. Uh, the opportunity is to what? To to it's to to, to, to not be, to not lose people just because I come on. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> to say that, but but to get coast to coast on Saturday night's the best night they have. Okay, alrighty, thank and you, that, Terry. And George Nelly is terrible. Okay, thank you. I no, no, you. that you be nice. George is a wonderful. I wish I'd get rid of him. No, thank, no, thank no, you. Now, Terry, come on, please. Yeah. All right, thank you. The guy that's on Saturday night should take over, y'all. Well, you're okay, talking to the wrong person. Set, call, call Premier sure. Radio Networks. They're, I think they're based in yeah. L.A. and and, yeah. and New okay. York. Well, I, I don't think they listen to me. But thank you. I'll okay. talk to you later. Thank okay, you. there goes Terry and Carmel. Here's, by the way, when we're done with Bill in Santa Cruz, we ain't got nothing. There's nobody else on the phone line, 479-1080. Is that because... We're not we're not a, an, an interesting enough program to even want to participate in, or is it because we've run out of audience? I don't know. And by the way, I don't think anybody has taken me up on my offer to give a free slice of pizza if they come down to get a K's book and, a, and or a hat or or a bag or some or a sticker, a free sticker. And I have nine slices of pizza. And if if there is a lull in the phone lines here, then I will tell people how it is that I came to acquire this pizza. It's a sort of an unpleasant story, but it's an unpleasant story that had a happy ending, sort of a happy ending here. Uh, 479-1080. All right, now the lines are jammed again. Thank God. Boy, I get nervous. I've been doing radio for a long time, but even I get nervous when there are no phone callers on a talk radio show. Because it means that I'm doing a bad job of faking it. Uh, all right, Bill in Santa Cruz, you're on the air. Okay, can you hear me, Mike? Perfectly. Okay, great. I, I think you do a great job of hosting talk show. And uh, so anytime you want to expand that, I prefer the local talk where you can get in and talk. Yeah. I think it would be, um, yeah, you, you, you know, it's your business. You, you know the numbers and, and how things work, but... 
I, I don't imagine it would work well for you to try to go to more a little more liberal audience, you might say, left-leaning audience, even though the town well, is we're, we're, we're doing that. We're doing that. I mean, that was what the whole what's left thing is. Although, don't you think, Bill, that the direction talk radio is going, you know, nationwide is away from right-wing, left-wing politics? I mean, that's what I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but what do you think? Oh, no, I, I think that, you know, somebody like uh, a Rush Limbo uh, is, is uh, you know, to, to, to ditch him would be unwise, business-wise. I don't know how the numbers look. You know, it, 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 I would run it as a business. Oh, they're, they're, they're huge. From the, now, now, the numbers that we yeah. look at, we're not a, allowed to use them in our advertising sales because we don't subscribe to the service. However, yeah. the numbers that we've always seen look like, you know, someone being flipped the bird, you know. Michael Olson uses that analogy all the time. It looks like, you know, the middle finger, which is very, very, you know, long. and high, You got the middle finger, and it's flanked by two other fingers that are sort of low. Now, I don't believe, personally, that we have low ratings for Good Morning Monterey Bay. I really don't. Yeah. I think lots of people listen to Good Morning Monterey Bay. But so, then... So, uh, yeah, go ahead. The, the hyperbole that you're using, uh, please interpret that for me. What are, you, what are you trying to say? That Rush Limbaugh doesn't bring good numbers? Or no, he, he does. does he does. He brings yeah, in huge I mean, he numbers. Does. Yeah. He brings in consistently that, can... for the last 23 years. And by the way, we're going to be celebrating our tw uh, 23rd anniversary of returning to local ownership under the Zwirling family yeah. um, on the 31st of this month. One comment I would make, Mike, is I think that um, when you go from you know a talk, a, a talk format such as as Rush Limbaugh to selling health products, it's quite a swing, and I think you know a lot of people aren't going to be interested in that. Just so you know that. Sure. At least well, I'm well one of them, you mean you know? is are you talking about? Well, Ethan Beerman comes on after Rush Limbaugh uh, currently and has for some time, and he doesn't sell he doesn't sell health products. Are you talking yeah, about the commercials on the radio station that you know, there are too many of them, or what? Well, no, 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 not at all, not at all. Um, I, I think that your, your your prime audiences have to be the commute hours when people are in their cars and they sure. have access to the radio easily. Makes okay? sense, yeah. And and so it's still, you know, we don't have easy internet connectivity, although we can do it through our phones and things like that. But there's you know there's limitations on data. You know, if you're going to start playing. Uh, Pandora or Spotify uh, on your phone in your car that, uh, you know... Yeah, you're going to uh, be missing out if you do that. No. You're going to be missing yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. You, right. So so that, that's your prime time. So I would Aaron, get on the mic. People. I don't know what you're saying. Get on the mic and tell me what you're saying. What? we got CBS News coming up. There's spots we got to play now. Oh. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. So listen, um, uh, Bill in Santa Cruz, thank you for weighing in. And I, I do appreciate that. Okay? And if you want, yeah. I'll hold you okay. over. But but we got all these other people. We got to play the news right now, okay? So thank you. Thank I, I'll, you for... I'll let you talk to the rest of them. I just wanted to Appreciate give my it. input. That, thank that you. I think that being another liberal voice would just drown you out. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. That is uh, KSCO Santa Cruz, Salinas, Monterey, San Jose. Here's CBS News. Command post vehicles with helicopters circling overhead. But the incident is over. No motive is yet known, although CBS News has been told it was a domestic dispute. SWAT teams are still going through the mall to clear out people who've been hiding. A grim search for victims continues at the fire-ravaged retirement home in Quebec. CJAD reporter Tina Teneriello says eight people are confirmed dead, but authorities say many more are presumed dead. There are 24 people that are still unaccounted for. Um, 
the police here, the authorities say that it is safe to say we can assume the worst. The surge is complicated by temperatures as low as 20 below zero and a thick coat of ice over the debris. The future of a previously secret national security agency program remains up in the air, CBS's Peter Mayer reports. The White House disagrees with the Privacy Advisory Board's finding that the NSA phone call records tracking is illegal. President Obama has warned of the potential for abuse, but he views the program itself as essential. These efforts have prevented multiple attacks and saved innocent lives. Mr. Obama wants to take phone call record storage away from the NSA, but there appear to be few other immediate options. Congress is debating the future of the program and its legality is being challenged in federal courts. Peter Mayer, CBS News, the White House. Both sides in Syria's civil war sat down together in Switzerland today, but most of the talking was done by the U.N. mediator. Reporting via Skype, Kitty Logan says getting aid to the victims of the fighting is on the agenda. A lot of these Syrians have not seen any kind of humanitarian help whatsoever. And one of the goals here, one of the more realistic goals, negotiators hope, is to actually get some help to those people on the ground. Participants were expected to attend a second meeting today. The U.N. has estimated more than 100,000 people have died and more than 2 million made homeless in the three years of fighting. C'est fini. France's first couple is officially splitting up. President François Hollande told Agence France Press he is separated from Valérie Trier-Valeur, who had served as France's first lady. She spent a week in the hospital reportedly in shock after a report Hollande had been seeing a French actress. This is CBS News. This February, be part of the one event that unites the world. The Olympic Winter Games are coming to NBC. Follow the stories of sacrifice. This is for the gold. Can he do it? Yeah. Experience history in the making. Unbelievable. Okay. Destroyed the old record. See the world's best. She's done it. And he's got another gold medal. And see the world at its best. The Sochi Olympic Winter Games begins Thursday, February 6th, only on NBC. It's me, your bathroom medicine cabinet. I see you naked, know how often you floss, and watch you pluck unsightly hairs. I can keep a secret, but you need to know. Your kids have been taking your prescriptions to get high. I couldn't keep it quiet, because prescription drug abuse now causes more deaths than cocaine and heroin ODs combined. So please, mind your meds. For tips on safeguarding your meds and your family, visit the partnership at drugfree.org. You have it tuned in to KSCO AM 1080 and sister station KOMY 1340. Serving Santa Cruz, San Jose, Salinas, Monterey, and Watsonville. Four minutes past 11 a.m. on Saturday, January 25th, 2014. 62 degrees at KSCO. Aaron Shore here with your local King of the Hill traffic and Central Coast weather live. Taking a look at your roadways in and around Santa Cruz County. You'll be glad to know all vehicles are traveling up into the limit. This includes on all county roads in and around Santa Cruz, as well as highways 1 and 17 in both the north and southbound directions. Monterey, there appears to be one thing detailed to report on Highway 1 northbound at 68 and at 68 Holloman. A traffic collision with no injuries just took place. Vehicles are along the roadside awaiting unit assistance from CHP and potential emergency crew vehicles in case. 
Your northern Monterey Bay weather central coast forecast. Continual partial clouds. Looks like it's breaking up out there with some sunshine. Highs are going to be in the lower 70s. Northeast winds currently 5 miles per hour. Going to be drifting southwest by the break of afternoon. Northeast winds for your northern Monterey Bay. Coastal boating forecast. Currently traveling at 10 knots. Wind waves 2 feet or less. West swell 7 to 9 feet at 16 seconds. It is 5 minutes past 11 a.m. Stay tuned for hour number two of the Saturday special with your host, MZ. And now a special word. Happy birthday, Macintosh. If you are a Macintosh fan, don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. On January 25th, computer fans from all around the world will gather at the Flint Center in Cupertino to say happy birthday to the Macintosh computer. They'll join special guests, which includes nearly all of the original Mac development team. They will be there to celebrate three decades of technology that changed the world. From storied beginnings in Steve Jobs' Los Altos garage, Apple has made history again and again. But the release of the Macintosh 30 years ago shattered our perceptions of what was possible from technology. The iconic 1984 commercial may have grabbed the public's attention at Super Bowl 18, but the Mac itself did the rest. Also in attendance is the team that scripted and conceived the earth-shaking commercial, Steve Hayden and his team. It was David challenging Goliath as millions adopted this revolutionary platform. Join the party and hear firsthand what those days were like as members of the original development team talk about how the Macintosh was conceived, engineered, and launched. It's the biggest gathering of its kind ever. In spite of rumors the event is sold out, there are a very good number of tickets still available. The Mac team section is full and the Apple alumni section is full, but other sections are available. Don't miss this. I'm going to be there myself. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster and Flint Center and at www.mac30th.com. That's mac30th.com. mac30th.com. If you are a Macintosh fan, on January 25th, don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster and Flint Center and at www.mac30th.com. Hour number two of the Saturday Special next. The Saturday Special is brought to you by Los Animas Concrete, serving Santa Cruz County locally for over 40 years. 146 and Central Street in Santa Cruz and California Grill in Freedom at 1970 Freedom Boulevard. And now here is MZ. All right, thank you, Aaron. Um, let's see. The uh, today is the twenty fifth. So that ad it that is. you heard, that ad that you heard for the thirtieth Mac uh, celebration at Flint Center, where it was introduced thirty years ago. Uh, that's tonight, and I am so excited because that's where I'm headed. Not immediately after the radio show. There's plenty of time, but uh, doors open at six. The festivities begin. The event begins at seven. And I want to see as many of you there as possible. And if you mention, you can't, you can't go, it, forget what it said on the, on the spot about Ticketmaster. The Ticketmaster thing shut down yesterday. But you can still get tickets at the Flint Center box office right up until the event 
Um, and if you mention KSCO, that you heard about it at KSCO, you will be given a, a, a 30% discount. And the tickets, I think, are $98 and $128, depending upon where they are. So you just take the 30% off that. Um, and so, yeah, it's an event I would not miss. Did you know that I used to be the president of the Santa Cruz County Apple Users Group thir- 30, 32 years ago and 30... One years ago and 30 years ago. Did you know that? I did not, but would I be correct to assume that that's how you might know Mr. Logic? Correct. That is absolutely true. Yeah, Mr. Logic, uh, very, very famous uh, Apple person, uh, Bob Bishop, uh, came to uh, one of the uh, Apple Users Group meetings that we had at Cabrillo College. We were holding them once a month back then in the early 1980s. And that's where Bob Bishop showed up and... um, about uh, 10 years later, I gave him the name Mr. Logic because his mind operates like a computer. No emotion, just, I mean, well, I mean, no visible emotion. Just what what is, um, you know, if this, then that, and so forth. I mean, very logical, very logical mind. So I figured what better name for a guy like that than Mr. Logic. So anyhow, um, we were talking about, um, what were we talking about? We, we were talking about... Um, I forgot. Programming content. Oh, yeah. Some people like that, and other people tune out when they hear that. They think we do that too much or something. We're too reflective. You know, we ask the audience for too much. Personally, I don't think you can ask the audience for too much. When you ask the audience for input on programming, what you're asking, you're you're honoring them. You're telling them that their opinion matters. So, in other words, how can we serve you? Better. Yes. Particularly with the very real possibility that we're going to be losing our wonderful host, Ethan Behrman, as he moves up in the industry. And I think that that's a fair thing to ask. Are yeah. our viewers, what do viewers think? Yeah, viewers. But now, not just viewers, because there are not too many viewers, because we have the, the you have to be on the, you have to be at KSCO.com to be yeah. looking, to be looking at me talking and waving at you now. But we have tons of listeners, a few viewers, and a growing number of viewers as the word gets out that KSEO is a full visual as well as oral experience. And listeners will be happy to know that I checked the feed and we are streaming perfectly. So if you want to hop on, go to KSEO.com. Right. It's very rude to clear one's throat on the air. It's even ruder to chew on the air, to chew a slice of pizza. But I couldn't help it. Because nobody has come to claim a slice of pizza yet. Well, Dave Allen eats on the air all the time, so he loves pizza. I didn't have breakfast today, so I have an excuse. Is it good? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really good. Should I tell you the story about how I came to have this pizza today? Oh, I I think you should enlighten us. Or at least give us a teaser. By the way, if there's anybody out there, I, I always want to know where the best pizza slice is. There's nothing that's as good as Armando's Pizza in Brooklyn, New York, that I, that I think went out of business about 30 years ago. But all the pizza slices in New York are better than all the pizza slices that I know of here. If there's anybody out there who knows of a particular pizza slice that I should personally try that they think would impress me, call 479-1080 and let me know. Uh, you can also let me know what we should do with a 12 to 2 slot. If indeed we lose Ethan, should we plug Charlie in there? And if we do that, then what do we do with Charlie's slot with Dave? 
I got to say something about the pizza. You know, in New York, they stack two on top and and eat them like that. That's not it's not a myth. That that is actually how they eat pizza in New York, and it's good to eat two at one time. It's fun. You'll have to try it. Anyhow, four seven nine ten eighty is the phone number to call if you want to participate in the Saturday special. And Mark in Boulder Creek has been waiting. 17 minutes and 12, 13, 14 seconds. So it's high time we put Mark on and thanked him for waiting. Yeah, Mark, you're on. Yes, uh, thank you, Michael. Uh, I wanted to address the issue about the landlord registration. And I uh, have a son who lives in the Los Angeles area where they've already implemented this, and he is a tenant. And they had an inspection where they did make an appointment, but they came out. And the inspector uh, insisted on seeing the place, and my son asked about the Fourth Amendment, and he said that that had been overturned in the court, so it didn't count there anymore. And the Fourth Amendment had been overturned in the courts? Yes, that's what he said. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that either, and I'm assuming that he's got some obscure uh, decision that he's reinterpreted to say that, but that's what they were doing, and in the end, um, there were some inadequacies in the house and they had to uh, get a carpenter out and make it some major changes and everything and it was an old house that should have been grandfathered in so none of the issues should have been current code issues but he applied it that way and and my son wasn't happy because it made the place not as good for him and the landlord wasn't happy either but what do you do so say no uh, yeah well say no that's what you do and I think the problem is don't let them it. scare you. Don't let them yeah. frighten you into into becoming into becoming um, you know um, someone to march to the ovens. You know. Yeah, you almost have to have the landlord and the tenant agreeing to say no, though, for that to happen. So. Well, and and you bring up an interesting point. I mean, here's <laughs> landlords and tenants are typically on opposite you know sides of just about every issue, but they should be on the same side on this one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I think I think they were philosophically, but then again, you know, the landlord's got other properties, and and uh, the the uh, inspector threatened to bring the sheriff out if they didn't cooperate, and and so you know. How well, much it's it's easy through? it's easy for me to talk big because you know I don't uh, I don't have rentals, um, at least in this area. Um, and um, but if I did, that is exactly what I would do. Now I'm yeah. you know I'm just. <laughs> Maybe maybe I'm an idiot, and maybe you're maybe maybe there won't be a KSCO anymore because they might haul me away to prison. And if if I wasn't running this place, it's whoever is running it probably wouldn't run it the same way. So, well, and I'm mostly bringing it up because just to warn the people of Santa Cruz too of what they may be getting into. Right. Well, I appreciate your call, Mark, to four seven nine ten eighty. Yes, area eight three one. Thank you very much, Ron and Carmel. Golly gee, you've been waiting a long time. Yeah, welcome you. Ten seconds longer than the prior caller. Oh, how do you know that? I have a timer on my phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, got okay. it. Great. We got, got it, it now. Thank, thank you for waiting. Thank you. I am also calling regarding the uh, Santa Cruz City Rental Inspection Program. Okay. There was a young lady who called before the news from uh, Capitola, and I caught the tail end of her telephone uh, message or her call complaining that uh, she said that if the landlords don't stack their buildings with 12 students, then they wouldn't have anything to worry about regarding the rental inspections. 
that's really not the issue. Um, my wife and I own rental property in the city of Santa Cruz because our daughter at one point in the past went to UC Santa Cruz. Very smart, bought, very smart. And we bought Impressive. a property and we fell in love with it afterwards. Uh, Santa, I didn't, we really didn't know much about Santa Cruz until the period of time that she basically managed the place. We charged her rent. She, if things broke down, she had to get the repairs for the uh, tenants. She had to collect the rents, deposit the rents. So in other words, we didn't give her a free pass and say, hey, look, mom and dad are buying a, a rental here. You go and stay there while you're going to college. No, we said, we're going to charge you, so that means you're going to have to go to work while you're going to school, and we're going to discount your rent a little bit, but you're going to manage the property for us, and that's how it works. So we fell in love with the place after this was all done, and we still own it. So here comes uh, Rotkin, I believe, the Mayor Rotkin, and he winds up putting together this rental inspection program, and the intent is to push people and eliminate Rent some rental spots in the city of Santa Cruz so that about 3,000 of them go up on the hill by the uh, UC Santa Cruz to fill the dormitories that are empty. And the kids will also have to pay a higher rent once they go there. Now, aside from that economic issue, the issue that the lady really should have been thinking of in the past is, number one, well, landlords... The landlords that I've been working with on fighting this this program are diverse in how many people they want to occupy their properties. But I want that lady from Capitola to know that there are legal limits regarding how many people can occupy the premises, and you cannot exceed those legal limits in the state without being in violation of them. All right, so there there is a limit, and they shouldn't have 12 kids in a two-bedroom apartment. That just doesn't work legally all right but aside what is that, the law what is the law um, the law is based law. upon the i believe it's the number of square feet that you have in the bedrooms of the unit nothing to do with parking outside and i don't believe it has anything to do with parking what we saw because we've had people over the years ask you know as to whether or not they we basically got a we've got a triplex so we've got two three two-bedroom apartments in the building and we love it and we've put a lot of money into it and usually when the tenants come in, they stay a long time because we really like the tenants, they like us, and we maintain the properties, and we tell everybody, hey, if anything you in the, in the property you think is about to break or there shows any signs, you contact us. We're going to fix it. Okay, and we do. And we keep up a relationship with the tenants, either by the telephone or personally when we go up there or uh, over the Internet, you know, through emails. So I think personal contact is important, too, so that you can keep a good apartment. The way I see it is they're giving us money to live in a place. We have the responsibility to make sure that it's pleasurable for them to exactly. live there. Exactly. And, and you, and okay. I think, you, think, you, you and I think exactly alike. Yeah, and, and there, I have met landlords who do stack lots of people into their properties, and I can't agree with them. But what I do agree on is... There is a Fourth Amendment issue regarding this this uh, Santa Cruz rental inspection program, and the people that I've talked to who are tenants are intimidated. They know they have the right under our federal constitution, under the Fourth Amendment, and our state constitution under the state's Fourth Amendment to tell the city, hey, I don't want you to come in here. But they're intimidated. They're being intimidated. And and they said before, you know, yeah, I know we got the rights not to have these guys come in here, but 
uh, you know, uh, it's the government. Man, they're going to come in one way or another, or we're going to get it one way or another. So they allowed them in. Now, the city of Santa Cruz actually said that if they find anything illegal in the, pro- in the property while they're there, they're going to report it to the authorities. We've got that in writing from the city. Yeah. So we're telling the tenants, look, um, if you don't want them to come in, you've got to stand up for your Fourth Amendment rights and just simply tell us to tell them, hey, they don't want you in there. You're not coming in. Go get a court order. Go get a court order. As, uh, to date, I don't believe they have gotten a court order on anybody who's I, refused it. I, I wonder how many people have had the guts to refuse, though. Very few, because that's, they're that's intimidated. And the other problem we're running into is we're running into people who are losing their apartments because of the inspections. There are landlords out there who know that they've got violations, or there are landlords out there who know that there may be problems with the building department because their buildings were built before 1935. The codes that we have on the books started in 1935. Well, you've got some people who rent out Victorians that were built in the late 1800s. And the city building inspection department doesn't seem to understand that, hey, uh, some of these things actually get grandfathered in because they were in existence before the code was in existence. Right. Okay? But uh, so... We do have people who are going to be on the streets collecting signatures so that we can bring this thing to November's vote and have the people vote on it. So uh, I'd ask your audience when they go to uh, a Safeway or they go to uh, other food stores or the library or post office and they see anybody who's collecting signatures for the rental inspection program, if you are a voter in the city of Santa Cruz, would you please consider signing the uh, petition so that because we need about 6,500 petitions, we think uh, about 6,500 to bring that thing forward to put it to a vote of the people. And you, you think right now, do, you think that'll do any good? Yes. What'll happen is, see, if the city, the city at any time can kill it. They can have a vote. They can say, oh, we're going to have the rental inspection program come before us, and oh, okay, we're going to just stop it. And they can. But the problem is, three years from now, they can come back and say, hey, you know what? Let's start the rental inspection program. But if the people voted down in November, it's like pu- putting a stake through a vampire's heart. You're dead. Wow. And okay. you don't Great. come back. Well, let us know how we can help. Uh, just let the people know that uh, we need their signatures and we'll need their vote in November. When are they going to be out or are they out already? They are out now and we're getting more people to where, go out. Where can, people, and, where can people go online to download a copy? A uh, really good point. Uh, let me get you, I didn't expect you to ask that question. We do have a website. Uh, it's under the old Roar, and from what I recall, it's, it's Santa Cruz Rental Rights. I think it's Santa Cruz Rental Rights.com. But I'll tell you what, I'll, after we hang up here so somebody else can get online, I'll call the station and leave the website for them to get or, to Or you can email me, mz at ksco.com, either way. Okay. Right. Okay, thank hey, you much. Thank you very right. much, Ron. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There goes Ron in Carmel, Carmel 479-1080 in Area 831. If you want to call, mz at ksco.com. If you want to email the Saturday special here, it's 2011. It's uh, coming up on 24 and a half past 11 a.m. That means we have about uh, 35 minutes left in this program, and it's just sort of almost a free-for-all program here. But we are talking about... Uh, rental ordinance uh, planned for the city of Santa Cruz, rental inspection ordinance. And um, we're not limiting 
the program to that. It's just sort of a free-form program today, so give us a call if you want to get on the electric radio. Uh, Aaron in Monterey, welcome to KSCO Saturday Special with MZ. You're on. Is that me? It's you. Oh, okay. Um, pizza. I just wanted to tell you, um, you probably don't go through Gilroy a lot if you're heading to the Bay Area from your location. Correct. Uh, but if you ever do, Pinocchio's. I'm going to yeah. write it down. I'm going to write down Pinocchio's in Gilroy. Now, yeah, what's so good it, about Pinocchio's in Gilroy? Well, they are, I think you'd say that, New York pizza. And they're a ma and pa. They have two of them, actually. I've only been to the one over and over again. I go to Pinocchio's, too. Yeah. So I can't vouch that number one. But number one essentially let the uh, the brother start number two. So I assume right. they're, they're pretty much the same. And what you want to do is just get either a cheese or, or I like the garlic, you know, for starters. Being in Gilroy, it's an appropriate flavor. Huh? Yeah, and it's uh, the garlic slice. Mm -hmm. um, try a slice. Um, it's, it's some of the best. I mean, you know, it varies a hair every time, but it's always... I mean, one time I remember it's as thin as can be, but it stays flat when you hold it up you right. know it's like crispy but uh, right. just perfect and then uh i had an idea just about um the station um monterey really i think you should really try to tap that market i used to work at the monterey weekly and they're doing really well down here yes and i know it's a different thing but i thought i, I did their distribution and i thought you know, the Metro failed down here. They were trying to distribute. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. But, huh. but you guys, yeah, they stopped, uh, and, and I used to really look forward to it. Um, but you guys have distribution already. We have a new, we have a huge player. audience. We, we probably have as many people who listen to us in Monterey County as Santa Cruz. Maybe not. I don't know. But I think it's real close if it's not. Right. But your, your focus is so much on Santa Cruz. So yeah. I think if you... Um, you know, and the other problem is, you know, I know people said Rush Limbaugh is a big anchor for you, but a lot of people that I know, I've tried to get them to listen to you guys, and they just associate it like... Yeah, they just, be, because, because we have Rush, forget it, we're off limits probably, right? Yeah, it's, uh -huh. it's pretty common, so... Um, you know, some I, 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 it really, it's, it's so sad that people are so close-minded, because... How do they know? I mean, they could be missing. If they don't want to listen to Rush, don't listen to Rush, but don't turn out the whole radio station. They're going to miss a lot of stuff that they'd love. Yeah, you know? maybe you could maybe you could really hype it up. Like, you know, yeah, we've got Rush Limbaugh, but, you know, some kind of some promo like we're... Like you're really trying to go. Yeah, for that. we're we're gathering a budget to uh, to promote uh, the radio station uh, more than on our own air, which makes about as much sense as as uh, no sense. <laughs> because yeah, people are already maybe, listening. You're preaching to the choir, right? If you so. could maybe work. Well, so the problem with the weekly, I was going to say, somebody like them, you could do some promo trade, but they don't really do Santa Cruz much. No, so. no, no. They, yeah. they have no use for us because we have Rush. They, the people who own and run that the too, the, yeah. coast, the Coast Weekly are, are about as close-minded human beings as anybody can imagine. Yeah, they have no use well. for me. I have no use for them. Yeah, and, and the reason is because we have Rush and because we have Kay's commentaries that are conservative. These, you know, I, I, I like everybody. I want to, I want to be a voice for everybody. 
a lot of people in the media only want to be a voice for uh, the political uh, people that agree with them and nobody yeah. else. Well, well, you and know, the Coast the Weekly is definitely in that category. Oh, I agree. Definitely. I know the well. They are as left as you can be, and they will not give the time of day to anybody who is not as left as they are. End of story. Yeah, well, what I'm saying is, you know, um, non-polarization is hopefully the future, and if you guys could really... Oh, we're, we're, that's all we've ever done. People yeah. say that we're polarizing because we have Rush. Right. Well, guess what? I don't know whether I don't know how long we're going to continue to have Rush. We might have him 20 years from now if he's still doing it when he's in his 80s, or we might ha or he might be gone tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do what makes the most sense for the radio station, and at this point in time... Um, it's pretty good uh, to have, still have Rush because if we drop Rush, just to please the 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 sorehead uh, 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 intolerant types, uh, you know, we're going to piss off all the people who love Rush, and that doesn't make any sense. So just let people let people discover us. If they don't like Rush, they don't have to listen to Rush. If they don't like Kay's commentaries, they don't have to listen to them. You know? Yep, you're you're right on that. Um... But like I said, try to really kind of get it an equal, you know, whole Monterey Bay kind of. Yeah, thing. you're absolutely right are. about that. You're right about but that. Really hit it home. I, I've been trying to hire Mark Carbonero out of uh, out of um, uh, K. Um, what is it? K I O N for years and years and years. I take him to lunch every six months or a year, and I say, Mark, what's it going to take? Because he's a great broadcaster. I'd love to have him working here. Then we'd have the best of the best, not just ninety nine percent. We'd have a hundred percent then. And um, so far, um, you know, I just can't get Mark to move. He he likes us too. He respects us, but uh, you know, he's he's more comfortable working for Clear Channel. So that's just the way it is. That's okay. Well, I'll, time I'll, will I'll, tell. I'll keep I'll keep working on him. So all right, <laughs> all righty. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, your we'll call try. to uh, the, the uh, Saturday special. That's Aaron and Monterey. Who's been waiting longest here? Probably Tom in Santa Cruz. Welcome to the Saturday special, Tom. You're on the air. Good morning, Michael. Two, two things. I listen to your station because I love the diversity. Um, and if the, if the people that are too far right or too far left, um, make me laugh, I just laugh and say that's the funniest thing I've ever heard because Alex or Rush can get on these, these rants and it makes me howl with laughter. Uh, and I'm a left leaning person. Well, well, you're you're a you're a, a, a left-leaning person with a sense of humor, and right? I I right. think that I think that's fantastic because there aren't many of you out there. There really aren't. Right. Most lefties I know are humorless. They are, but they're also only left. It's only a thin veneer of left because when you really scratch it underneath, there is some of the most wicked uh, mean <laughs> stuff that you could ever ever imagine. Kay is in the studio now, and she's as amused as I am listening to you. It's absolutely true. I've lived in Santa Cruz now most of my life. I'm 60. I, well, you and I are almost the same age. Uh, you know, I've even lived in the same house longer than most people who live in Santa Cruz have been alive. And um, they come here, and they bring their bad habits with them. Um But what I, what I wanted to also speak to was the, the rental the Santa Cruz City rental. I am a partner on a wonderful Victorian on the west side that's being converted into a legal duplex, and we have to pay two uh, 
fees every year, which, by the way, is $80, whether they come and inspect or not. And if they come and inspect, they charge you hourly. And like the gentleman was speaking, this was a house that was built by Mr. Swanton in 1879. It is a gorgeous, classic Victorian and I am terrified that they ever come and do the inspection. We are very... Well, just say no. Right? Just say no. Do you, do you have the guts to say no? Uh, well, they, have, they, they, they actually ask the tenant. Oh. Well, tell the tenant to have the guts to say no, or, or it's going to be hard for them, which is true. It will. It, it can't, it can't be anything but hard for the tenant. It, there, there's no upside to saying yes. Whether you're a tenant I'm, I'm or a happy. landlord. And so you, there needs to be an education thing. I mean, you need to educate yeah. your tenants, I think. Yeah. And we're, we're, a, we're a, a fair landlord. Uh, Clearly. My part and I are just, uh, you know, fair. And I, I just, I, if, it, if it's going to be that way, I agree with the gentleman who was on just recently and said, let's let's put it to the vote and let's let the people of our city decide and then the renters will be making an informed choice but we do need to do the education that they can say no the other thing in regards to that is, is as you well know we have a huge recovery community here in santa cruz and we have these sles and the name of the game with a sober living environment is put as many people in the house as you possibly can who are sober who are sober and you you're 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 renting to them so you will have a house in a, a residential neighborhood that may be a four bedroom house that may have as many as 10 to 12 people living in wow, it wow that's worse than the stuffing them with students huh it's it's equally as bad as the as the students and i think that if we do go through with this renters thing we need to take a look at some special provisions for that because let's say you have a guest home for senior citizens, you cannot pack them in that tightly. Whereas if you have a sober living environment, you almost have special dispensation. Um, you, might get, you, might get you might get fined if you don't pack them in like sardines. I'm, I'm, only, well, kidding. I'm I, only kidding. I'm only kidding. I, I'm hoping not. But I'm only half kidding. That, that's so heavily subsidized by by taxpayers. But at any rate, I'll, I'll move on so that that uh, you can get some more folks on. Tom, you're a great doing caller. A, thank thank you for calling the Saturday special. Doing a great job and love to mom. Appreciate it. Uh, here is uh, Art in Salinas. Hey, Art in Salinas. Thanks for waiting. You're on KSCO. Yeah, great. Just sitting back enjoying the show. You know, a comment I had maybe in regards to if EB leaves the network there from 12 to 2, Maybe you guys could do like pull it off in a rotation as bringing in the host that you have and just have them rotate that. Position. Well, you know what? I was thinking that too, and maybe develop some new hosts that way. The, the What's Left show um, that the the high price consultant has 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 really gotten through to me. He's influenced me that we should get away from you know continuing the left right paradigm thing in talk radio because it's just it's just boring. It's just it's getting it's getting us nowhere. I think. But but the conventional wisdom in the radio broadcast industry is that uh, um, consistency is the name of the game. And so if you're going to have a different host on every day, you're 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 sort of stupid. Well, I don't agree with that. I thought that over, and I was almost ready to go the other way and accept the fact that you not you got to have a uniform host the same you know five days a week. 
But but I, I like your idea, Art. I really do. And we're going to stop calling what's left what's left because it isn't real. There's nothing left about the futures. There's nothing left about Ru- uh, Ruth Copeland. Some people will say there's a lot left with Re- Re- Rebecca Costa, but I know that that's not true because every time she has a lefty on, the next one she has is a righty. She does a good balancing well, act. But um, You know, I also – you have a steady stream of callers that call in or that what I consider are very educated. They're like scholars in the subjects that they – Speak about maybe you could actually entertain the thought of bringing a caller in some of the. Oh, we've done that. Night. We've done that. We we did that with Richard N. Watsonville once, or we want to do that. In fact, he's he's on the he's on hold waiting to talk to us here. Uh, so I can't yeah. wait to hear what I can I can. R- Richard is a is a is a the totally unique regular caller. Most of the regular callers who call KFCO are very predictable. A lot of them are very intelligent, but they're very predictable. Richard is totally unpredictable. You never know what he's going to say. He's a universal plug, so I'll let you get to him. I want to hear what he says. Have a great day. Good show. All right. Thank you much. Uh, Before we go to Richard, though, we want to go to Susan in Live Oak. Thank you. I hope I'm not too predictable, but um, (laughs) regarding the uh, rental agreement issue, we're having... Sheriff Richard uh, Mack come back to yes, Santa yes. Cruz Freedom Forum. I saw that. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be February 19th. And uh, people probably know the duties of a constitutional sheriff because he's the guy that can protect your rights, your Fourth Amendment rights. And it should be a packed house. We hope that people come. They can come with their petitions of that kind and, of thing. And it's free, right? Yeah, we, we appreciate donations. Sure, um, and it's, what is it, 19, is it 1901, 17th? 1900, 17th 1900, Avenue. 1900, 17th Avenue, the, the Live Oak um, um, Grange. Grange Hall, yeah. Yeah, it's the third Wednesday, and um, this, uh, the, the sheriff, county sheriff actually has more power than the president. People don't know that, they may not admit it, and our sheriff's up for re-election, and if you think your sheriff is protecting you, then you would know all about the fact that he is the he is the last uh, protection against any federal encroachment, and it could mean on on issues of drug drug raids or or illegal searches and seizures or um, even raw milk. You know the the sheriff can protect you, but actually the the people of the county are the last enforcers of the constitution. We yes. should have a program on KSCO called the most powerful person in Santa Cruz County, and it should right. be hosted by the sheriff, right? Right. You think, we can get him, you think we can get him to do it? Well, you'd have to ask. He has um, he does some things. He declines others. So right. give him a chance. Okay. So thanks for taking my call. Thank All you, right. Susan, and Live Oak. And now, da, 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 da. wait a minute. We got to do this officially here. We got to do this. I got I got to. It got to be done right here. Okay, here. Wait a minute. Oh no 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 no. Here here. We're we're very very close to doing this. Okay here 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 here. We got to do it this way here. What's wrong with the computer? Dang it. You know, it's just, uh, forget it. So sick of these damn computers that, 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 that have viruses and, and hang. But anyhow, Richard, Bugs. you're on. I was going to play the, uh, the fanfare, the special fanfare. It's got too many weirdos in it, man, the computer does. I don't know. I'm so sick of I this. mean, I, I know you love the computer. No, you're I don't. I don't love this one. I'm going to throw it out as soon as, as, soon as, um, as, soon as the but show But you almost over. invented it yourself. I mean, you spent how much money on this stuff? A lot, I'll bet. 
It's not cheap. Every time I look at it, it's expensive in the beginning. And when they come out with something else, man, it really gets cheap, doesn't it? Yeah. Man, just, uh, I, I sit here, I'm listening to both hours of this, and I'm thinking, man, oh, man, if you were to go off the air right now, that would be news. Uh-huh. I mean, you don't have to do much to get the listeners excited to call. Uh-huh. It just uh, is too instantaneous. Yeah. I mean, look, you're telling the, the landlords now to, what, teach their renters to say no? Is and, that it, and, Mike? And have the guts to say no themselves, yeah. Or, or else. That's what I'm suggesting. Or, or else I'm, the I'm just... gonna, you're going to do what, Mike? Or else what? You're going to stick it to the renters? You're gonna uh, treat the renters like dirt bags or no, what? No, of course not. Well, no, then no, what are you gonna treat? What are you gonna train no, them? No, just to make do? A, make a suggestion that if if the uh, that if the renters are smart and they smart. they have an inspector knocking at the door saying I want to come in and inspect, that they'll say no. Oh, and, wait a and that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they will. They might be it's intimidated, the as the person said. When when do you start breaking the law? Well, it's not the law yet. Well, yes, it is. The These planning commissioners have already decided, Rockin' and the guys have already decided that they can come into people's houses. Uh-huh. I mean, you got renters inviting people to come into if their houses. If, if I don't agree with the law, I'm not going to obey it, and I will take the um, the. Um, well, wait a minute. You guys are the ones that are always telling everybody else that if you don't like it, get together and change. I mean, you gave out the guys... Uh, the guy's uh, email or something so that they could get a hold of somebody to do something about this. This has been going on for a long time, man. How long? Uh, I know it's been at least years. six months that somebody that, oh, that's it's been, been suggested that we, do a, that we do a program. That's the problem is we don't do any local programming during the week. You get Ethan Behrman on. He don't talk too much local stuff. Sure no he more. does. Sure and he does. Not, not like he should. Not like people we've had in the past did. Okay. Okay, that's. I'm, I'm just saying that because uh, we've had people that know exactly what's going on in this county. We know people that know people, and 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 I really enjoy Ethan probably on his uh, weekend show better than the, the during the program. If all were to be, you know, if it was all said and done, I mean, I'd take Ethan on uh, on Sundays rather than during the week because he talks that way. He, all he talks about is Minnesota. Texas and California. That's network stuff, man. <laughs> you know? I mean, the guy goes in the military and what? He puts on his, his, his backpack and breaks his shoulder or something. He's gone. I mean, at least right. the little guy, at least the little guy did it. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. But at the same time, here's a person that, that says he wants to have, uh, uh, Highway 17 be converted to 880. Yeah. Why is that? You know, we we can't have that, man. We, at the same time, everybody says, no, we don't want the feds in here. Right. Well, that's the easiest way to bring them in here. It's bad enough we got Caltrans. Look what they're doing. You're absolutely right about that. Well, Anyhow, you know, Richard, are, are you, are, right. w- would you do a guest shot as a host? Oh, I'd like to be on with you, man. Fine, I, I, fine. I'd like to go with Mrs. Z. A, co- a co-host with either me or Mrs. Z, or by yourself, whatever you're comfortable doing. I thought that was a great suggestion by, by a previous caller here. I really well, do. And, and, and we, we did have you right. on once as a guest years that's ago. That's right. For the first one, Michael. Yeah. To have me on the radio station behind a microphone. Right. And that was like 20 years ago or something, right? A long time ago. Well, nobody believed what I was saying. Yeah. 
We had to go get old Richard vetted out, didn't we? We sure With did. Mr. Listener. And we sure did. And you did it. Yep. So, and we want to do it again, only this time we want you to be, we want you to be more um, aggressive and as a host. Well, that's hard to do. By the way, <laughs> by the way, there, if you, it's not too late to come and visit Kay and have a slice of, of pizza. You I want, want to meet her during the week. Okay. Yeah, i got a few things I want her to look at. Okay. All righty, fair enough. Have her we, 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 we will make that happen, Richard N. Watsonville. That would be a sight to see. And thank you for calling this afternoon. Hey, I appreciate everything you've done for this county and for the Monterey Bay. I mean, actually, it is Salinas. Ditto. Are like you for talk radio in general? Well, there's it, it, radio, period. Look yes. around you, folks. Just go around the dial. Yep. It really is cookie cutter, like Michael says, but it don't have to be like these expensive consultants say. Right. That's, that's all I can say. All thank right. You. Thank you. Here's Jan in Scott's... No. San Lorenzo Valley. Jan, Hi, can, Hi can I read you an email and read it to and read it to? It's a short email and read it to sure. our audience at the same time. Sure. It's from Matt and Ben Lomond, and, and and the subject says Troy gone in question mark. I am shocked. Thought Troy was such a big fan he'd even barbecued at the station. What is this all about? Nothing wrong with Out in Santa Cruz. It's the only show like it anywhere on the dial. Real people just like us. Who cares if someone really has a good tan or likes lemons or limes or both? Keep it up, KSCO. You are doing fine, Matt and Ben Loman. Thank you, Matt. That helps a lot here. Jan, do you know what he's talking about, the Out in Santa Cruz gay show that we have on at uh, 7 o'clock tonight? I think. Oh, I've never listened to it. Well, you should listen to it. You could learn a lot from that. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about the rental inspection. Okay. Um, I thought UCSC was supposed to provide enough housing for their students when they, you know, were applying to come into Santa Cruz and all. They were going to provide all these wonderful things. Uh -huh. I think we should go back to the contract that was drawn up and see what's gone wrong. Because they've caused so many problems for people here. You know, what's next? They're going to be coming into the homes of the people who, not renting, but just owning homes if we allow this. It's like one little increment at a time. Next thing, they're going to be observing you in your bed when you're having sex with your partner and telling you what you're doing wrong and what you're doing right. And they're going to tell you what you can eat and what you can't eat and what you, how many animals you can have and, um, you know, everything. They're going to, they're going to decide everything. You know, uh, Angela Davis was up there teaching up there. We just love Angela Davis. No, I'm glad she's gone. Mike Rottenkin's there with How to Take Over a Small Town. Is he still there or has he retired? I thought Mike uh, retired. I don't know. He's in the county government totally, you know. I the, thought he retired the, from that too. I don't know. He's every he, he you know, he's uh, um but uh, to go on, Santa Cruz County is the second smallest county in California. And we've got Susan Mariello who gets paid, I think, more than the vice president and maybe the president. You know, and our planning we talk department. about that so much here on the radio. And we never do anything about it. Well, we okay. You know why? We never do anything about it. It's not our job to go and do something about it. Um, we, we provide a forum for people to bitch and whine and moan about things that they don't like. 
but but then they hang up the phone and go uh, uh, go to the couch and and belch and fart and and don't do anything <laughs> themselves, you know. I know uh, they feel they feel like problem. they've done their they've done their. They've done their part by calling KSEO to bitch about something that's been bitched about a hundred thousand times already, like how okay. much money Susan Mariello makes. Well, so, KSEO is wonderful about getting this information out. But yeah, but 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 I think people get tired of hearing only that out of KSEO, and well, if, and if, and if that's what that. I heard, and if that's all <laughs> I heard on KSEO, I wouldn't want to listen to the damn radio station. Well, it doesn't come on every day. There's there's a million things that come on your radio station. The okay, diversity we, we, is we want we want that we want it to be even more diverse than it is. But thank you for saying yeah. that. I appreciate it. Well, um, another thing, our planning department used to have about 300 employees in there, yeah. and now we've gotten it down to smaller. And but you know, their department pays for themselves. Now, some people think that's wonderful. I don't think that's wonderful at all because they're going to fine you as much as they need to pay for their department. But mm. on, a, on, a, on another issue, um, Rush had a caller a while back, a conservative. Yeah. And after he talked to Rush for a while and he, he got off the line, Rush said, ah, one of only five conservatives in Santa Cruz. Oh. And I wanted to... Uh, Pick up a fuck, you can't get to them, but, you know, and say, no, Rush, there's a lot more of us out here. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to have a talk with Rush. Yeah. I didn't hear that, but I, I trust that, it, it, that he said exactly what you said he said. And, Michael, if you get rid of Rush, there's going to be something else they're going to want you to get rid of, and something else they're going to want you to get rid of, and that's right. no. endless. If we, if we get rid of Rush, it won't be because we were pressured to get rid of Rush. No. Yeah. It, it'll be because we have something we we have something that we think will better serve our community than Rush. Okay, that'll be the only reason. Well, okay. on this rental thing, people need to really speak up because you, you're just letting their, them have their foot in the door, and where does it stop? They're going to keep coming, and uh, we need to look back at UCSC the agreements they made when they came into this county. Right. That they're not upholding. Right. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jan in Slot, uh, San Lorenzo Valley. Four seven nine ten eighty. If you want to call, you. Uh, Mike in uh, Live Oak is on the phone here. But I'm going to relate this story here about why I have this pizza because um, I think it's sort of an interesting story. If it's not, then well, I'll give you your money back for for listening to the radio here. Okay, I'll refund your money if you don't think that it's worth it after. Um, so there's this there's this pizza place that I've eaten at once before. I had a pretty good pizza with my friend Gary Winnick. It's in it's in um, um, Felton, and I think it's called Redwood Pizzeria. Oh, gosh, I'm not absolutely positive, but I'm ninety percent positive that it's called Redwood Pizzeria, uh, and it's right across from on, on the main drag there on Highway Nine on, in Felton, right across from New Leaf uh, Market there, um, in a strip center. And I had a pretty good pizza there once about a month ago with Gary. And I called him last night. I was in the area. Um, and I said, Gary, let's – are you doing anything here? Let's uh, get together at that same pizza place where we had a pretty good pizza. And he said, sure, I can do that. I can do that, Michael. So we, we met there. And we uh, ordered the same great pizza that we had ordered before and an organic salad and everything. The organic salad came out really quickly and it was very good. But it took forever. The pizza, I mean, it was like a half hour, 45 minutes. It, it was just a ridiculous amount of time. 
And there were people who came in after us um, who were served long before us. And finally, you know, Gary, who's, who's much less impatient than I am, got up. He himself got up and said, hey, what's going on here? How come we haven't been served? Well, you know, it's Friday night and, and we're very, very busy and uh, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll, it's, it's, we'll get there pretty quick here. So another 15 or 20 minutes goes by. And it's just, it's just, it's really, it's ridiculously obnoxious. Now, if I didn't, I didn't have to be at a place. Gary, in the meantime, got called home. He had to go do something. So I was just sitting there twiddling my thumbs, almost in a comical, just waiting to see how much longer the delay is going to happen here. And every time the waitress looked at me, she, she felt, you know, ashamed and sheepish and everything, as anybody, as any normal person would do. It's like, geez, I'm not. And, and when I spoke up, I said, hey, I mean, really, this is getting to be so ridiculous that it's absurd. And I was I, I, I was a, a, a hot headed person would have exploded and just left and, and left and left the um, um then the, then the pizza comes through and it's um it's it wasn't a th- it wasn't as ordered it was the right topping it was the right combination but it was a big thick crust pizza when we ordered a thin crust pizza you know and i said oh well th- after we waited so long look at the look at what happened with this p- it's the wrong pizza oh you're right you know we're sorry here and i said well we don't want to wait another hour cuz they'll bring us they'll bring us the new pizza that's correct or if you eat with that, if you eat that pizza, if you just eat the pizza that, you know, it's the right topping but the wrong crust, then then we'll give you a deep discount. I said, well, I really had my little heart set on the thin crust pizza. It's not going to take another hour. No, 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 no. We'll get. We'll put it to the top of the list and we'll get it through. We'll get it. We'll get it through, and you'll get it way sooner. She didn't say exactly when, but you know, left the impression that it'd be pretty darn quick because we were going to be elevated to the to the top of the heap. We weren't going to go back at the end of the line. And you could imagine what happened. I mean, another another 45 minutes went by, and Gary Gary was gone by then because that, that's when he had to leave after, just after the order. How long or how often have you been to this place? Th- that was only the second time. What, did it happen before? No. No, the first time it was... It oh, was, okay. I, I'm trying to remember. I was happy the first time. It was a good pizza, and... You know, it might have, thinking back, I don't know, it might have been, a, the service might have been a little longer than you would have liked it the first time. This was in December. But it was a good pizza, and, and we left happy. And that's why I went back. This second time, um, it was so ridiculous, and it took so long. But it got to be, it got to be just almost hilarious. I just wanted to see how much longer it would take. Now, I wouldn't have stayed all night or anything because I, I, there was a limit to the time that I could put in there. Sure. And finally, the, the, the pizza was delivered, the thin crust pizza, and we got to keep the, um, I, I got to keep the thick crust pizza, and all I did was just sort of, Gary ate two or three pieces before he got called away. And, and I just sort of shoveled off the top of the pizza for a, two, for a couple of slices into my face here and and left the thick crust as to all the carbs that I shouldn't eat. Um, and then the thin crust pizza finally came through after almost two hours. I mean, I just, un, un, no almost one Almost two that. hours? It was almost two hours. Wow. I would say maybe an hour and 45 minutes total from, yeah. when, from when we had first come in. And, and, and now, now, it was a good pizza. And how the people handled it. How do you think the people handled it? 
what what would you have done if you were you know that establishment what what would you have done we we got we got two pizzas out of the deal so they comped you for the first one, no charge, you could eat it or, or right. leave it, and you got the other one. Did they give you any percentage off on the second one? What do you think? I doubt it. I think they gave you the first pizza free, but I don't think that they discounted your second pizza. Okay. They discounted everything 50%. That is that's they, nice. they They discounted the second pizza. The first pizza was free. And the second And the discounted. second pizza was discounted... Uh, 50%. And I said, you know, I was going to do whatever they said. If, 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 if they charged me the full amount for the second one, I was going to say, you know what? If I were in your shoes here, in the interest of PR, I, I wouldn't do I would make a pretty deep deal. But I didn't have to do that. You know what? And they knew it themselves. I might have just, it was so long, I might have made the whole thing free. But you know what? I was happy. I think that was reasonable because we got the salad at half price and everything else. I think it was reasonable. So I went away. Sad that I that it took you know two hours, but happy that they did the right thing that was reasonable as far as I'm concerned. So if if you uh, if you find yourself in the area of um, of um, a Redwood Pizzeria, I hope I got that name right. It's right on Highway um, Nine in that strip in that strip center right across from New Leaf. So so if I have the name wrong, um, you know you'll know exactly where it is, and you go in there. Mention that you heard this story on KSCO and tell them tell them what you think that you know you made right by the guy because he's not he's not pissed off. And that's especially what you get for having a local outfit. You go to any corp- corporation in around town, forget it. They they won't do anything like that for you. Well, who knows? You you you, you never really know. But uh, let's take our last caller of the day here. That's uh, that would be Mike in Live Oak. Mike, welcome to the Saturday special. You're on the air. Great show as usual, MC. Thank you. Hey, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna ask you, how about how you got into radio? Is there any apprenticeship availability where you could have like you being the mentor and then have somebody come in and be under your? That, you mean personally? I don't have the time for that. Much as I would love to, I'm really, really busy. The only reason that the the, the the enjoyment, the personal enjoyment I get out of out of um, KSCO. Besides seeing the place grow and, and seeing people like it and getting accolades and being written about in national um, uh, trade publications as a as a model radio station, you know that everybody should 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 emulate. Um, there's there's a lot of satisfaction there, but the satisfaction I get is being able to go on the radio here on my Saturday special, prepared or not prepared, and just do a program and have guys like you say call in and say, hey, great, I, I appreciate that. That's that's what I like very much, but right, but right. there everybody here is a helpful person, and to the extent that I can, I'd love to take new people under under our wings here at KSCO. Would just absolutely love to do that because it'll make our station get even better. Because yeah, that different you know that new 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 blood you know the the where where somebody messes up he or she you know. Right. So um, listen, um, Aaron. The, the computer, I, I lost the That's All, folks, here. Can you can you bring it up real quick and, and play it? Uh, Mike, thank you for calling the uh, Saturday special. Just let me know when you're ready to play it, and maybe we can end the program properly. Is it there? Okay, good. Here, yeah, go ahead and play it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, folks. 
crew, Selena's Monterey, San Jose. It's 12 noon. Here's CBS News. It was a frightening day for shoppers at a mall outside of Washington, D.C. CBS's Barry Bagnato is there. Saturday morning, shoppers at this mall suddenly started running in panic when gunfire erupted at an upper-level store. Bill McMahon's the police chief here in Howard County. We had officers quickly get into the area. We were able to identify three victims. A law enforcement source tells CBS News preliminary evidence suggests the shooter got into a confrontation with a male and a female, killed them, and then turned the gun on himself. The girls' day out for Tanya Broughton and Tara Lancaster-Williams ended in tears. Just watching the parents grab the children. And then when we started to hear that there had been some deaths, I mean, it was a lot of emotion. Barry Bagnato, CBS News, Columbia, Maryland. Yet another retailer has suffered a data breach. The Secret Service tells CBS News it's looking into the possible theft of credit card data at Michael's stores, which sell arts and crafts. Internet security expert Robert Siciliano. It would be nice to know how long they've known. It would be nice to know if they find any correlation between other breaches and this one. Hackers already got personal data from shoppers at Target and Neiman Marcus. A spokesman for Egypt's health ministry says 29 people have been killed in clashes between anti-government protesters and police today, the third anniversary of the nation's uprising that ousted President Hosni Mubarak. CBS's Alex Ortiz has been following events in Cairo. Both of those camps were met with heck forced by security forces uh, when they attempted to demonstrate police using tear gas, buckshot, and firing live ammunition in the air uh, to disperse those demonstrations. With reports of possible Black Widow suicide bombers on the loose, there is concern about security at the Sochi Olympics. In less than two weeks, the Olympics will be underway in Sochi. Some U.S. Olympians say they are concerned about threats of terrorism. Dustin Brown of the L.A. Kings is a member of the U.S. men's hockey team. You see in the news, you, see, you read about it, you hear about it, and that, that definitely concerns anybody who's not concerned is probably lying. The U.S. Olympic Committee has advised Olympians not to wear team clothing outside Olympic venues. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. It's going to be tough finding a warm place in the U.S. next week. Forecasters say even the Deep South will be hit with an Arctic chill. National Weather Service meteorologist Bruce Sullivan on what we can expect. We're seeing temperatures in the single digits across portions of Wisconsin, southern Minnesota, and even into portions of Illinois. As you get further north, those temperatures are falling below zero. Sub-zero temperatures are making it difficult for search teams trying to recover more victims from the fire at a Quebec retirement home. Eight bodies have been recovered, but police say 24 more people are presumed dead. This is CBS News. Have you heard? Proactive is America's top acne system because it's fast and gentle, and it's all about prevention. So stay tuned for a chance to participate in a 60-day trial to prove it. Do you have troubled skin, acne? With Proactive, you can heal your acne and help prevent new breakouts. Right now, in this radio area, we're looking for just 50 people with moderate acne to demonstrate exactly how fast Proactive works. The first 50 callers who qualify can try Proactive risk-free for 60 days. And you get our dermatologist's clear skin or its free guarantee. Plus, the trial includes our legendary refining mask and green tea moisturizer, plus free shipping.
Be one of the 50 lucky people to complete this 60-day risk-free trial. You won't see this offer in stores or on TV. It's a radio exclusive. Supplies are limited and free shipping ends soon. Visit GetProactive.com or call 1-800-731-1497. That's 1-800-731-1497. You have it tuned in to KSCO AM 1080 and KOMY 1340. Serving Santa Cruz, San Jose, Salinas, Monterey, and Watsonville. It is four minutes past 12 noon on Saturday, January 25th, 2014. Currently 63 degrees at your local KSCO station. Your friendly voice, Aaron Shore, with your local King of the Hill traffic and Central Coast weather. All roadways in and around Santa Cruz appear to be traveling up into the limit. This includes no signs of any traffic hazards, collisions, or obstructions. All roads in and around Santa Cruz County traveling up into the limit. This also includes major highways 1 and 17, both in the north and southbound directions. Monterey traveling up to the limit as well, as well as San Benito County. In Santa Cruz... A hit-and-run with no injuries was reported in a parking lot at 21 Florido Avenue. The subject whom hit the other parked car has left a note with a license plate on it. However, no co- other further contact information has been given. If any of you saw this hit-and-run, which lo- was located at 21 Florido Avenue here in Santa Cruz County, please be sure to call in the Santa Cruz Sheriff's Department. Or call KSCO at 831-475-1080. That is 831-475-1080. Your weather forecast for the northern Monterey Bay Central Coast. Looks like sunshine has broken through those clouds that took place early this morning. Highs are in the mid-60s along the coast with lower 70s inland. Northeast winds are around 5 miles per hour, slowly drifting southwest. Your voters forecast continuing northeast winds 10 knots, wind waves 2 feet or less, west swell 7.5.